Welcome everyone. Today is November 16th, 2014. This is Worlds of Books. The book we're reading is um, A Ghost at the Table. The author is Suzanne Byrne, and Vicki has information. I don't have a lot of information. Um, <clears throat> when I first looked up this author, I um, made the assumption that she was British because her agent and her publicist and her major publisher are all British, and I found no way of contacting her in person, so I guess we won't host her here on Worlds of Books, but it turns out that Suzanne Byrne was born in the D.C. area in 1961, so she's a youngling. Um, she currently is an associate professor of English excuse me at Boston College she has taught at both Harvard and Wellesley um, she published her first novel a crime in the neighborhood in 1997 followed almost immediately by this book um, a crime in the neighborhood won something called the orange award which is some British Prize I have not encountered before. Um, this book was first published that year and then was reprinted in 07 because it was um, it, it was so popular. Um, she has also published three other novels. The most recent one, excuse me, just last year, and. Um, Pretty much, that's it, that's that's it. Um, a crime in the neighborhood takes place in the D.C. area with the Watergate scandal as kind of the backdrop. And what critics recognize her for are the the psychological elements and the um, the way that she draws her family characters um, and. Um, and kind of pits them against one another, and and yet they still seem to 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 fit together nicely. There's um, there's a um, a real a real gift for the character development, according to what the critics say. So now let's see what you all say. Well, first I just want to say that I hope you get over your crud, Vicky, and I also want to go on the record that. You were well when we met, but I was also well, so I had nothing to do with, with Vicki getting sick. So uh, I just wanted to make sure that was clear. And, I, you know, uh, this book really wasn't my cup of tea. I read it, and it, it, it wasn't like pulling teeth to get through it. I mean, I was able to get through it okay. Thank goodness it wasn't really long. But I know Bob's going to get on to me, but I just really didn't like any of these people. And... If I don't like the characters and there's not much plot to go to go with that, I just have a real hard time with the book. And I I just kept I, you know I always kept wondering why I cared about what had happened to all these people in their past, and I just it just didn't really grab me. And I, somebody helped me out here. Did they ever really say who they if somebody killed the mother or not? They kind of pointed fingers at all at at the father and at the sister Francis and at Cynthia too, I thought. But I kind of left like I kind of felt like they left me hanging on that one. And then uh, 
I, I became convinced that uh, Cynthia was just looped herself. I th- you know, it, it's kind of hard to tell. She was telling the story, so she was the narrator. But I, I somebody that just kind of laughs out of the blue out of stuff that's not funny, I'm always a little suspicious of. And she seemed to do that quite a bit. And then uh, there was that scene when she was over here in her, uh, the, I guess she was over here in her niece and her niece's friend talking about somebody over the baby monitor. And she thought they were talking about everybody but herself. And I, I thought they were talking about her. So uh, I got, I, I just got a little confused. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm rambling on like I could be a character in the book. So I'll let somebody else talk now. I, uh, I don't think if she writes anymore, I, I, uh, Vicki indicated that she didn't see any other books by her, and I, I don't think I would uh, read them. But uh, unlike Alan, I don't, I don't have to like any of the characters <laughs> to see what, what uh, you know, to, to determine whether I like the book or not. Um, I thought that... Uh, I thought that all of them, uh, every single character, uh, was completely self, um, uh, you know, I can't think of the word that I want, but uh, uh, absorbed in himself or herself. And uh, it... uh, uh, they nobody really seemed to listen uh, to anyone else uh i thought all the characters seemed to be well drawn except ilsa i uh she was uh, mostly mentioned uh in the past except for that brief time when they picked up uh, picked up the old father but uh, self-centered is what I meant. He, uh, all of the characters definitely were, and it 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 they all had a lot to say. Uh, but I don't think anybody really paid a lot of attention to what anybody said. Well, nobody else is talking, so I'm I'm just gonna yeah yeah Bob. I have to agree. I have to agree with you. They were totally self-absorbed. I think you hit the nail on the head there. And uh, I, I found myself getting so frustrated I, yeah i know i i'm real analytical and i, I tend to I, I probably overanalyze okay I'm, a, I'm an accountant by 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 craft and stuff so that just kind of goes hand in hand but when they when they showed up at that that nursing home i thought francis just must have been like a three-year-old child the way she just thought she was going to be at a march in there even though the woman had told her a week before they didn't have a place for her, and she just acted like yeah, well, that didn't really have any bearing on anything. I'll just show up and you know, get him a spot. I, I just, I get real frustrated with stuff like that. I thought that was make believe. I thought she was putting on a show for her sister, um, and and knew that she wasn't going to be able to have him. And that I was planning on having him there for Thanksgiving, and that was it. You know, I I, I think she, I think she had that planned, but I think she was, uh, she was goofy. She was, um, I'm sorry, I I should let other people speak first, but um, she was goofy. She was, she was, uh, everything is so good. 
oh wow we have to make everybody happy and the the daughter the younger daughter was sullen oh well 14 year olds are but she was a little over the top um uh, i think Cindy was the most uh damaged of them all um I thought the interweaving of the Twain family was good and the the correlation between the two families um I thought it was very the writing was okay the story was boring the first beginning of the story started really good and then it got just so who cares I mean if I can't identify with at least one character I don't enjoy it and I do read for entertainment and though I uh, suggested this book uh, mea culpa mea culpa mea maxima culpa uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry I won't read another I was hoping that uh, the father would you know have a little bit more of an active part than um, mostly being, uh, let's face it, one of the uh, one of the ghosts. And uh, yeah, I think Francis was trying. Uh, <laughs> she uh, was trying to make a, a big, uh, wondrous family thing, and then inviting these other people. Um, uh, wonton or one ye uh, <laughs> was certainly a curious character um, but he was also absorbed with himself <laughs> and um, uh, I and I think the most normal folk that were there were the uh, uh, the couple with the baby uh, they um, they they seemed to uh, uh, they seem to be the most uh, uh, unrelated to the rest of them as anyone could be. I think Arlen was was the gay guy. I thought he was great. I I mean he was normal. You know he wasn't. There was nothing on that at all. Uh, he didn't come across as weird. In fact, he came across as one of the few uh, normal. I mean. <laughs> He just was there kind of flattening everything out a little bit. I don't know, but I still didn't like the book. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Arlen. Yeah, he was, uh, uh, he and Sarah seemed to make a, uh, uh, you know, a reasonable couple there. And, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, they, uh, Arlen was, was a, a neat character. Yeah, I liked Ar- Arlen was, was, was my favorite too. And, uh, uh, well, okay, Mickey, yeah, you're right probably about Francis and the whole thing. That had made me even angrier, though, to know that somebody had gone through all that all that charade and stuff and dragged me up to the nursing home to uh, uh, just because she didn't have enough guts to, to lay it on the line. But I realize that's the way things happen. People don't, don't communicate directly. I'm a, I'm a big believer in direct communication, but I think I'm out there by myself sometimes. But, uh, yeah, I thought Cynthia was just really... She just seemed to get stranger throughout the entire book, and I guess that was the author's design. But uh, when she kissed that uh, or, or wonton, Wan Yu, whatever his name was, 
kissed him. It's just she just she just had some major problems. I just thought that was I had a hard time getting a beat on how old she was. I, I guess I decided she was probably in her forties, but uh, that might not be right because uh, I don't think they ever really told us. But uh, and again, did somebody tell me did did they ever make it clear if somebody if if the mother had been killed by one of them or not, or did they just kind of leave that hanging? I'm thinking. Maybe I won't read this book after all. I was planning on it, eventually. But from the, what you're all saying, maybe not. I think that, um, of course, early on everyone blamed everyone else for the mother's death. And uh, I think that it was never really spelled out but I think it was likely that the mother uh, committed suicide, um, just kind of based on little clues that were uh, mentioned. Uh, so I, I, I think that's what we're supposed to believe anyway. I think so, uh, because he, he said that the pills, the bottle, was tipped over, and had been put in her reach and uh, was empty. You know, I, I think we are supposed to believe that she committed suicide, that, that everything was just too, you know, the pain and all that just got to her. Um, there was another, oh, the fire. So there she is, she wakes up. I, I understand she's drunk, okay? She's, she's had enough wine to refloat the Titanic. But she sits there and she says, oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. And she kind of dreams away while the house is, you know, they're, they're having this fire. And I would find it difficult to see anyone really doing that. I don't care how much one has ingested. Yeah, I wanted to throttle her in that scene when she sat there and watched the candles drip down and set that organ on fire. I thought, I mean, that's just... <laughs> She, she kept, like, analyzing it and stuff and, and, and thinking it through and stuff instead of just getting up and doing something. I thought, man. And then at the end where she just, you know, lay down in the bed with her with her dying dad instead of ever calling her sister and stuff. I don't know. It's just uh, looped. Yeah, Johnny, you ought, you ought to go find you a good uh, uh, true crime novel to read stuff and stuff and, and, and don't waste your time on this. Yeah, I, uh, uh, at the end there when she, well, wasn't quite the end yet, but laying there, uh, falling asleep while her father's dying. She knows he's dying. Um, but uh, uh, there again, she just didn't, didn't do anything. Uh, and that's a little strange, uh, more than a little strange. It's interesting. Um, <laughs> the main reason I'm here today, I think, is so that you people could tell me what this book was about. Because <laughs> I honestly couldn't decide. And so, obviously, I'm agreeing with what everybody's saying. However, at the end, when she lay down and was by her father, who was obviously dying, I thought that was one of the best things in the book. I mean, I thought that was exactly what should have happened. This poor old man that nobody wanted, and including Frances, even though she acted like she did. Um, and, and I think that the author missed a, a point in not having him play more of a role. We didn't really get much of a picture 
about him at all. So I thought it was his time to die and for her to just lie there and be with him when he died. I I like that ending. That's the only thing about the book I like. I got to say I like that too because she didn't want him to die alone. You know, she she knew if she got Francis, Francis would go hysterical and yell and scream and holler and be dramatic and all that stuff. And she just sat with him until she she really got tired and then she just lay down next to him. And I don't know that I would lay down next to him. I might sleep, fall asleep in the chair, but he wasn't alone when he died. Well, I um, was first supposed to read this book. Well, I don't know about supposed to, but anyway... Um, for our library discussion group, which um, met Friday afternoon, and I was not able to be there. My work schedule has been a bit um, hairy, shall we say, lately. But um, I had not even started the book as of Friday afternoon, <laughs> so I was kind of trying to rush through to make sure that I got at least part of it done for today, and um, I, it's the same sort of thing I've said before, you know, if it weren't for this group, um, I would never even have tried this book, um, and in spite of this group, I just, I can't see myself finishing it. I don't have the the stamina that Mickey and, and Jill and some of you guys seem to have to push on through even when I just, I don't like the people, I don't care about them, I don't care what's happening, I don't, you know, um, it's it's just, uh, it, it just didn't grab me at all anywhere. Don, did you read it? And if you didn't, good on you. Well, I, I, I don't even remember reading the announcement. I must have forgotten it, but I did not read the book, and I don't think I'm going to with the, the reviews that we've had. Well, I think we've hit some of the uh, bad points and some of the good points. Um, I, uh, so much of the book was based on when they were all, I mean, this guy must have had this his own private wine center cellar down in the basement, and you know it was all. I don't, I don't know if anybody spent a lot of time except the daytime stuff. Um, and I, I guess in vino veritas, but I don't like reading families about uh, stories about dysfunctional families. I really don't. Um, and every family is dysfunctional, and that's life. But that doesn't mean I have to read about it and get depressed. You know, I I will not read another one. Um, and it's rare that I'll say I won't try her a second time, but uh-uh. I've read too many case records of dysfunctional families. I don't think I want to read it. You know, uh, I, I'm not a big fan of novels about dysfunctional families, but I will say uh, uh, if anybody can write about them and make the books good, Pat Conroy can do it. He, I mean, he... Because I mean, I think he came out of a horrific family situation, but uh, I, I like his novels because he, you know, he he makes interesting characters in them, and 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 he 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 puts an interesting story. I mean, South Abroad was great. I mean, I, I just love that story, and uh, it you know, it's got it's got plenty of dysfunctional elements to it. But uh, uh, and I think his own father must have been a real real piece of work. But uh, uh, but you know stuff like this, I don't know. I, I'm with you, Mickey. It's just uh, 
uh, it, it's got to be a lot better written and have a lot more interesting stuff in it for me to to wade through all the the dysfunctionality. The Prince of Tides. That was the uh, Pat Conroy, my my favorite, and I've I've read it twice and watched the movie three or four times. Alan, have you read The Death of Santini yet? I have never been able to get into Pat Conroy. I tried The Prince of Tides. I tried. I don't even remember which ones, and I didn't like his characters. I didn't like his writing, and I think I know that I am in the minority. Everybody loves Pat Conroy but me. I don't know what it is, but um, I just don't, I, I just can't get into him. I just don't like him. Yes, Jill, I have read The Great Santini, and I've got uh, uh, Prince of Tides going right now is one, is one of the things that I'm reading now, too. So uh, I'm reading the Audible version. It's, it's narrated by a guy named Frank Mueller, and he does a, I think I've said his name right, he does a great job with the, with the voices in uh, Prince of Tides. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a huge fan of his. Of course, I am from the South, so, uh, uh, but I, I don't know, I just like his style. And, Joni, you sound like you're sick, too, so I hope you get better. Frank Muller was was one fantastic reader. He um, he had to quit, I think, in '99 or something like that, because he got in a motorcycle accident and was severely brain injured, and eventually died. But he was just just a fantastic reader. I have not read a thing by him by uh, Conroy. So I, you guys are expanding my reading list, and it. Didn't need expansion, but I want to read good stuff. So thank you. It's not the it's not uh, the great Santini that I'm talking about. It's the death of Santini, and it's the last book when he really sums up um, his life with his father and uh, well with, with all of them really, um, the mother too, and it, it sort of brings closure to the whole thing because you know we've <laughs> reading these books. And dealing with these really strange people, um, it, it, it's an interesting book. And, and what w- was interesting to me about it <coughs> was that he's, in, he's all set to tell his father off, really tell his father off. And when it comes right down to it, he says to his father, I really love you. Oh, no, I'm fine. I, I think I sound a little hoarse, but no, I'm fine. I'm on vacation, I'm not doing anything, but having a good time, my sister's doing everything, I love watching her work. No, that's not true. I've helped her with some things already, and uh, we're going to be very busy within the next few weeks, so we're just having a ball. I think maybe it's just the... um the acoustics are so totally different where you are, Joni. Um, but speaking of reading and books and things of that nature, um, just kind of pulling us a little back a little here, guys. Um, we had not decided on anything specific for December, or if we did, it certainly has slipped right on past me. So we need to... Uh, decide on what we're going to read for next month. Well, are the Pat Conroy books long? 
or what about, I mean, we don't have to read something that's holidayistic, you know, because, I mean, there are enough of them around. Or um, how about that book uh, that you recommended to me, Alan? Is it long, and would it be appropriate? Um, can I, just because I'm here, um, the Pat Conroy books are long. Uh, they really are. And um, I wouldn't recommend it one of them, I don't think, for the group. I'm just wondering, because um, I'm, I'm not into it enough to know whether I really want to recommend it or not, but have any of you read Learning to Swim? I've not read Learning to Swim. Uh, the the book I recommended to you, uh, Mickey's called The Rosie Project, and it's by an Australian guy. His name's Graham Sinchin, something like that. I can give you the DB number, but it, it I mean, it, it, it's humor, basically. It's about a guy with a, you know, I, I think I told you in the email to you that uh, uh, the, the Big Bang Theory is a real popular comedy on uh, CBS now, and uh, uh, one of its main characters is a guy named Sheldon Cooper that's it's kind of like borderline Asperger's, and he's like a scientist. He's real smart, and but no social skills whatsoever. Well, the main character in the Rosie Project is is an academic, and he's uh, like a geneticist, I think. And he's uh, he's borderline Asperger's, and it, he develops this questionnaire uh, that he calls the Wife Project. He comes up with this like eight-page questionnaire. He's trying to find a partner and stuff, you know, like a wife. And it's just very, very funny. It's very well done. And it's uh, uh, like, for instance, it, it, in one of the early scenes, he's uh, he's leading the discussion with a bunch of kids talking about Asperger's. And then at the end, there's some adults there, and and one of the ladies raises her hand, and he says, he, he says, the fat lady at the back. And it's just it's stuff like that. It's just it's just real funny. But uh, anyway, yeah, and, and Jill, I did read... Uh, I misspoke. I said the Great Santini, but I read the Great Santini first, and then I read the Death of Santini. So I've read all the Conroy stuff. That sounds good. The Rosie Project. I've heard of it. Um, I think I put it on a list somewhere, or a card, or a thumb drive somewhere. I'd love to read that. Do you know how long it is offhand, Alan? Since you're you're the great uh, record keeper. Give me a second. I'm finding it in my books read thing. Hang on. I'd kind of like to do something light, because. I don't know about you guys, but we're going to be busy and, you know, life is going to get chaotic for the holiday. And that, to me, sounds like something that might be fun to read. What do you think, Vicki? Something light and something that isn't uh, especially long, I think, would be good um, because we'll be uh, meeting on December 21st, which is um, right in the kind of a, the midst of, of everything. Um, I'm just looking at the calendar, and we all know Christmas is the 25th, but Hanukkah starts the 16th, so we'll be right in the middle of Hanukkah on the 21st. So, um, yeah, something, something light and something that isn't 21 hours long would be good. Eight hours and 12 minutes, and... Uh uh, I'm going to read it again if we do it, because uh, I, I liked it that much. And it's DB78150, 78150. It's narrated, it's narrated by Guy, Guy Williams, and he, and he does a good, excellent job narrating. And then uh, 
the author's name for those that are interested is is uh, Graham, G R A E M E C, as in Charlie. Periods his middle initial. Uh, Simpson S I. That's an N, I guess. S I O N Simpson. So uh, I, I I thought it was real good. That sounds good. Short, good reader, light. That sounds perfect. Well, um, it doesn't sound as though we have anybody else jumping in here with other suggestions, so let's go with that. I'll get the um, the thing out to uh, Bob to put out on announcements. Um, I'll probably get it out either the end of this week or early next week. And then... Um, Starting in January, you'll have a new uh, a new co-host with Mickey, and um, we'll see what kinds of things Alan and Mickey come up with. All true crime, all graphic, all... Not really. I wouldn't do that. In fact, I don't do it in my own reading. <laughs> well, let's just remember next month after y'all read The Rosie Project, if you don't like it, try to, try to be gentle and... Uh, uh, don't anybody stick a fork in me because, uh, uh, you know, I liked it, but uh, w- w- we'll see. But, yeah, that'll make it for an interesting discussion. So, uh, And, no, I, I, don't do all, I don't do all true crime either. I like mysteries, but uh, I, I wouldn't say true crime is one of my favorite genres. I, we'll let Joni handle that one. But uh, hopefully, you know, we'll make things interesting, uh, provided y'all, y'all can come up with good book ideas and stuff. Yeah. Well, I do read other things besides true crime. I really do, as many of you know. But I've been frustrated because I've been so busy. I have not been reading as much as I wanted to, and so it's frustrating. Well, I have got to say, (laughs) here I am, I'm pontificating, guys. I read the first Lee Child book that I absolutely didn't like and that was uh, the child's rules I mean uh, let's tell the burglar exactly how to break into the house without uh, without his uh, without the door creaking and how to open the lock and and you know and and how do you fight and how do you shoot and how do you you know he, he told them everything and I'm sitting here going wait a minute this is you know the bad guy's best friend and I, uh, I, I, I really sincerely thought that was an hour and a half waste of time. Well, Joni, I'm glad you're not sick. And uh, uh, and Vicky, uh, I know your your schedule uh, is keeping you from being moderator anymore. But I hope you're still going to come to the meetings and stuff because you know I like the same kind of books you like, and you've always got lots of good things to say. So you better plan on still coming or we're going to be upset well i do plan to uh try to be here at least as often as possible um so yeah don't count me out yet i have to agree with mickey though i don't know what's going on with lee child i wasn't impressed by that one and i finished personal not too long ago and i really had to struggle to keep going with that one it was just really come on i you know um the whole premise just was so far out. I, uh, eh, no, he's, I don't know, he um, maybe needs a break. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, his last two or three haven't been all that great. And, 
I mean, he's done like 18 or 19 of these things, I think, and he's just, I think he's just running out of steam. So uh, I, I just think that's that's the part of the life cycle. It's hard to make a, uh, to do a series like that and make them all. I mean, he's, his first, his first 10 or 15 were so good with such good stories. I just think, I think he's kind of running out of ideas maybe. But I, I'm in total agreement with you guys. They, 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 they've been stretches. I have to tell you about true dedication to this group. Vicki and I were talking, and she said, Oh, we got free tickets to go to see the Columbus Women's Choir. It's Sunday at 5 o'clock. And I said, Oh. And she said, Oh, I guess uh, I have to not go. I have to be here. I said, Vicki, we can handle it if you really want to go. And she said, No, this is my priority. So that, that uh, <laughs> kudos to Vicki. Yeah, thank y'all both. That's that's great. Uh, it would be hard to resist the Columbus Women's Choir, I know. So, we really do appreciate y'all uh, giving us first priority. Uh, uh, and I'm getting ready to leave because uh, I'm having my usual Sunday night meal at my brother's house, and uh, broccoli cheese soup is outstanding. But the uh, turtle cheesecake will be even better. So, thanks for everybody's comments. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the discussion. The book wasn't so great, but uh, hey, y'all always make it interesting talking to you guys. So uh, y'all have a great rest of your evening and a great uh, next week. And y'all stay warm, especially up in Ohio there. Bye. Oh, please do send me some turtle cheesecake. He's gone already. He knew you were going to ask him. All right. Well, I'll mail, you, I'll mail you a slice. I want the broccoli and cheese soup. I want the turtle cheesecake. I thought you left. Somebody left just at that time. I just figured it was Alan. It was Jill. I'll take both. I'm going to go to my football game. Bye, guys. See y'all.